the physical world is illusionary. Consciousness created it. It's like a projection on the silver screen. Consciousness was not born in the physical universe. It's a laughable subject that, you know, two rocks one day started thinking and then had a loose piece and fell into the ocean and grew gills and learned to walk upright and finally wear high heels. I like where that's going, but come on. There's purpose and order and meaning in everything. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. I want you to check out my Instagram and Facebook at the Danette May to stay updated with me on all things podcast. And don't forget to share with me in Facebook and on Instagram, what was your favorite episode and why? Tag me at the Danette May. Our guest today is someone who I have met multiple times and have been blown away by. And his name is Mike Dooley. He's a New York Times bestselling author and creator of Notes from the Universe. Some of you might have subscribed to those Notes from the Universe. These notes come in your daily email and they have really impacted my life. He also has 27 published books. Wow. Mike was one of the most profound teachers in the secret and truly lives his life deliberately by inspiring others to reach their full potential. Through his company, The Universe Talks, Philosophical Adventurous Club, Mike is able to inspire and connect with over 1 million people daily through his online motivational efforts. I'm excited to bring him on because I'm going to ask him all about how he created this from literally nothing and what he does on a daily basis to really harness energy, all the good juju, to become as impactful as he has. I can't wait for this episode. Let's get started and let's dive in. Mike, I'm excited to have you on the Manifestable podcast. Thanks for being an early guest to this show. You're someone I actually adore and I think someone who has the manifesting up their sleeves. So I want to hear from you, but thanks for being on. Thank you, Jeanette. I am honored to be on and to be among the first is truly special. So thank you very much. You're welcome. It's funny, you and Anita Morajani are the two I requested right out of the gate. And I had Anita on and now you're on and it's like oh, so fun for wow. me. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best things about our, our work because you know we do so much similar, you and I, that some of the people we get to hang out with and rub shoulders with uh, are some of uh, the people who inspire us the most. And so Anita's certainly one of those people. You're one of those people. And birds of a feather, right? <laughs> totally. Well, I want to ask you because I actually am going to just dive in because I don't really know the story of your past. And I want to know, do you have a moment when you were kind of had an encounter with energy and understanding this power of your mind and understanding how this kind of works to create. How old were you? Where did this all start taking place for you? Well, I think I might at first disappoint by saying, you know, you know, I've been in the pyramids of Giza. I've been all over Maui. 
I am one of those people that never feels anything. But I've turned that into, you know what, it's because I feel it 24-7. So, you know, that's, uh, I might feel a little better about it that way. But probably most of your audience doesn't have one of those moments when the tree spoke to them or the sky opened up. And, and that doesn't disqualify us from being deeply connected to our passion, to a path, to discovering and unlocking keys and secrets. My background has been really conventional, really traditional, with one slight exception, from early on, late boyhood years, early teenage years, I was truly obsessed with who the heck are we and why the heck are we here? And I went to Bible school and Catholicism and whatever they do to Catholic boys. Uh, it's not anything with us. I'm not, I don't so. even know. <laughs> uh, oh, it's CCD. It's a rite that you go through and you catechism. Catechism is the word. And, uh, and it was just like drawing nothing for me. No traction. Like, you know, God's angry and revengeful. And, and that spark inside of me that just felt insatiable got, grew to a point where I was in my university years. And I, I really maniacally looked for answers. I went to Bible studies. I went to extreme organizations nothing awful, but it's just like, why? Like, I mean, everybody dies and there's no exceptions, like, and they're gone forever and ever and ever. And it's like, what's the point of anything? Why are we here? Who are we? Unbeknownst to me, Danette, when you have a yearning, burning desire on the plane of manifestation here that implies there is an answer, although you don't have it, you start attracting that answer to you. The same is true of desires. If you really want love, if you really want health, if you really want financial abundance, like with an implication that it can be done. I just don't know how to do it. That's enough. You're on your way and you attract to you circumstances that will fill in the picture that will mirror what you were seeking. And I found answers. They came at first intuitively, like, you know, everything must be God. There can't be anything that's not God. Hell can't be real. There's no devil. What, what kind of divine intelligence would create uh, this bastion of order while subjecting his or her creations to pain and suffering for mistakes they made in their naiveties. So I was just using deductive reasoning, and that's a powerful tool to be like, you know, what I'm hearing about reality and our place in it. Either there's an old, angry, vengeful God, or it's all random chance. You know, those two things don't make much sense when you look at the beauty and the love that's everywhere in our lives. And I drew these conclusions that actually gave me traction and drew confirmation in the way of other books, Richard Bach's Illusions and Jonathan Livingston Siegel, The Seth Material by Jane Roberts, Ramtha by Jay-Z Knight. Wait, what was it called? The Seth Material? The Seth, S-E-T-H Material is a series of like a dozen books by Jane Roberts, really profound, beautiful, empowering stuff. Ramtha, The White Book by Jay-Z Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. Wow, these are good. And these books love. electrified me. They're like, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I, I knew that there was only love, that there could only be God, that we're eternal beings, that time is an illusion. And I sought this stuff out, Danette, so that I could, you know, find my little space and live as great and wealthy and joyful a life as possible. And so... When I found the answers, and they're within all of our reach, and they were confirmed by these books of love and wisdom, 
as this brand new accountant straight out of University of Florida, certified public accountant soon to be, I started applying it and dreaming and visualizing because thought is the building block of matter. Consciousness came before the physical universe, and now we've got the baton. We're all mini-me's of divine intelligence, and wherever we focus that thing, be careful, because good, bad, or ugly, that's what's going to manifest in your life. And I went on, now 40 years into this adventure, to carve out my niche, to travel the world, to have friends, a family. Uh, My wildest dreams have come true. And ironically, I now teach this. So I write notes from the universe for 20 years books, New York Times bestsellers, courses. Prior to that, I was selling t-shirts as an entrepreneur, a ton of t-shirts, me, my brother, and mother. Prior to that, six years with Price Waterhouse as a tax accountant. But it is the greatest gig being alive in these sacred jungles of time and space, as you know and teach. It is so true. I love how you say that it's like a sacred gift to be alive right now. And I want to ask because I actually was a recipient of notes from the universe. I got those before I ever even knew who you were and had ever met you. And I, they were really impactful for me on my beginning journey of going, wow, I just had to fill in these things that I am desiring. And then I'm getting emailed kind of stuff that's around the thoughts that I had shared. And it was really impactful. But I want to ask... How did that come about? Because now you just said you've been doing it for 20 years. You guys have to understand, Nose from the Universe like feeds over a million people around the globe, correct? Yeah, 1.1 million. If not more. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And I'm one of them. So I want to ask, like, how did that come about? Was, is the, was that a hit of inspiration? Where, what was the reasoning? At the time, I thought the train of my life had wrecked and it was a disaster and I didn't have relationship. I I had a big mortgage, no money coming in. We had just liquidated our t-shirt business and it seemed like everything was bad. But I remember thinking, instead of looking for what's wrong with you, Mike, because you're going to find a lot of stuff, start working what you know to work. Your thoughts become things. You know how this game works. You might have messed it up and not know how you messed it up, but I know how you're going to fix it. So start entertaining new dreams, vision board, creative visualization, start showing up with baby steps. And my passion that had evolved through writing for t-shirts, I used to write the little positive messages on our t-shirt line. And, And while we did liquidate, we were ahead financially. Yet we liquidated, so I had no career momentum as I approached age 40. Girlfriend ran off with another guy. I mean, it was really, I felt like a disaster in my life. It was embarrassing to be me. And I was, I used to think, I wonder if the best of my life is over. You know, I'm, I'm almost 40. I'm so old. I, I thought back <laughs> I then. You laugh at that now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm like, oh my God. And I'd never been married, no kids, and uh, no income, big mortgage, but As I started working, what I had learned in the 20 years of adulthood up until that point, you know, thoughts become things. Just have a dream, wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, international travel. I I didn't want to lose my home. That was was the impetus for wealth and abundance. I wasn't trying to get, I, I wasn't, you know, overly into any one thing. It's just like, save my life, dear God. How did I create this mess? So I chose my dreams, defined them giving wiggle room to divine intelligence, which I always teach now, don't attach to specifics, attach to general priorities. Like I want wealth and abundance. I don't care how, where, when, I just want wealth and abundance as soon as possible. I want friends and laughter. 
I want a rocking, romantic, sexy relationship. You figure out who, how, where, when, and why, the, I would say to the universe, which is the perfect formula. People learn about the law of attraction and they attach to these bells and whistles. The bells and whistles aren't important. It's the big rocking life that's important and the universe knows better bells and whistles than you will. So visualize the bells and whistles, but don't attach to the bells and whistles. Attach to and insist upon life transformation, laughter, friends, happy tears, big bank accounts, whatever, it's all spiritual. So that's what I did emerging from the train wreck of my life at age 40, the lowest time of my entire life. And as I got busy, nothing seemed to change. I continued to stay busy and kept on knocking on different doors. I thought I might write, be a webmaster, go back to accounting. I just did a lot of things to the best of my ability. Nobody wanted me back as an accountant, thank goodness. <clears throat> I couldn't get a damn interview. But this web stuff and this newfound internet thingy, you know, in the late 1999, 1990s. Wow, you were an early, late 1999. You're I had a, a feeling it was going somewhere. And so, I mean, I'm being uh, presumptuous or facetious, but um, so I, I started building, unbeknownst to me, a platform, sending out the kind of inspiration I wanted to get as Mike, which was never that popular. But that baby step led to this internal gut instinct of right as the universe. You could say more, it'll be more impactful. And I thought that's arrogant, that's kind of conceited to kind of put myself on a pedal, still, hey, this is the universe. But it was more effective than writing as, you know, your thoughts become things, your words give you wings, your dreams are meant to be. Mike, it's like, who the hell is this freak? But I kept doing it for 10 months until a better idea came along. And boy, does that teach a lot. You do the best you can with what you've got. It might even be embarrassing. It'll seem beneath you at times, but it will make possible the next step and the next and the next step was notes. And one Friday, I was like, I'm going to try this crazy idea. Didn't know where it would go. I wrote, your attention, please, your attention, please. This was an email you know, to a couple of thousand people at the time. This is the universe. And today I'll be recording your every thought and emotion, no matter how generous or stingy, no matter how helpful or hurtful, no matter how wise or ignorant. And in the immediate future, I will play back everything I record as a manifestation in your very time and space. Thank you, that is all. I'm constantly asked where I find the energy to run three businesses and travel the world all while being a wife and a mom of two. And the truth is there are a lot of tools in my belt to manage my energy, but I have to be really real. One of my favorite ones is drinking Cacao Bliss. Actually, I am drinking it right now. I like doing it when I have to work because it gives me so much energy. It gives me energy without the crash like caffeine does or like coffee, which totally messes up your adrenals. And it actually taps me into my heart, which makes me feel more connected to source and to source energy. It is absolutely game changing for me. And when I discovered the superfood that cacao is, I knew I needed to bring it to the masses so everyone could experience a healthy alternative to energy drinks, supplements, 
coffee, whatever it is, so that you have access to a healthy, delicious, amazing chocolatey drink. And that is why I created Cacao Bliss. Now, it's not just raw cacao. It is infused with seven additional superfoods. So it's super amazing for immunity. It has this amazing chocolatey decadent taste with only less than one gram of sugar. So that is insane. So if you want to experience the healing powers of Cacao Bliss, for a limited time only, you can go to earthechofoods.com. You can grab yourself a bag, I suggest two, of <laughs> Cacao Bliss by using the code MANIFESTABLE. This is for all of you Manifestable podcast listeners. Go to earthechofoods.com and use the code at checkout, MANIFESTABLE, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Yeah, 15% off. So go to earthechofoods.com and use MANIFESTABLE at checkout and get 15% off. Now let's get back to the show. And I laughed out loud. Like I didn't, I was like, I didn't know where it was going as I was writing it. It didn't flow, but I hemmed and hawed. I was like, oh, that's not taking myself too seriously. Oh, that's kind of fun. And immediately they were a hit. I Then I got invited to be in The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, the DVD on the Law of Attraction. Immediately I got offers to multi-book deal with Simon & Schuster. And then the database blew up. And, and then I looked back to net at the train wreck of my life. And I can't find any, any remnants of a train wreck. There was no train wreck. The train of my life stopped, which is rare enough. And it stopped so that it could change tracks and go better, farther, faster than the track I was on. Yet to the physical senses, it was doom and gloom and I was a disaster, a uh, big hot mess. That's what the physical senses do. That's, they lie. They don't see the whole picture. They don't see the miracles. What was happening during the 10 years of writing on t-shirts, which served us well, but writing on t-shirts, I always was like, I wish I could reach a bigger audience. I wish it wasn't just cute t-shirts with fishies and palm trees on them. I wish I could just be out there and share the truth about the nature of reality. Because a lot of our t-shirts did have those kind of messages, believing in your dreams, believing in yourself, picture in your mind. But it still went to a very tiny segmented audience of people on vacation. buying People that were buying T-shirts. Yeah. So the universe heard me. It's like, we're going to make your dream come true. But it's going to look like hell in the beginning because we're going to have to stop doing what you're doing right now. You're going to have to realign. You're going to have to follow your intuition. You're going to have to take some baby steps that will seem beneath you. We're going to get you into some public speaking. I know you hate public speaking, but you've got a message to share. And all of a sudden... What seemed like a year of failures while I was sending notes out as Mike, I was joining Toastmasters to deal with my fear of speaking. I started a little online community and people were meeting each other and getting married. I couldn't get a date on the damn community, but and it didn't make any money. It was like nothing worked for a year. But suddenly all those pieces, getting credit card enabled, having a platform and a community that was growing, sending out the notes, the audio program that followed, it was like, oh my God, it was miracle after miracle after miracle that appeared to be failure after failure after failure. But because I stuck with it and maintained the vision because I was desperate, it was enough to give the universe time to show me the fabric that was being woven and it was not chaotic. It was a masterpiece. And it's been an upward spiral for 20 plus years. I broadcast to you now from our home in Mexico on the Pacific Ocean. I wish I could show you the view, but... The, the lighting would, would not work. We just got here a few days ago. And otherwise, you know, I have an eight-year-old daughter. She's the light of my life. 
a wife that was worth waiting for all those many years, decades as a single bachelor adult. And and I'm still excited and I'm still discovering and I'm on to other kind of adventures within the truth that shock and awe me every day. Wow. You know what? I think that I really value that you talked about, because I think people listening right now, some people are going through what they would say would be their crash or they would feel like their low point. There are people that are feeling this. And I just want this story to be a reminder that it's oftentimes these moments that are the gift so that you can get on a new track. And this life that's going on right now, why I love what you said that we're in such beautiful times is because it may look a little upside down and it might feel a little upside down and things aren't how they used to be. And they, you're wondering where you fit and you're wondering why things are not working and you wonder why you're feeling all these emotions. And it possibly could be, for those listening, a new opportunity for a new train track and for you to really learn about the power of your thoughts and the power that you have to realign, get on a new track. And I also love what you said was that often we get caught up in the details. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, there are so many classes about details and writing out the date and writing out the specifics and invitation, everyone, (laughs) to like let that go for a hot second. Take on Mike's words of like, Actually, just specify the big stuff and don't worry about the details. Worry about like you truly know what you want to feel, what you want to experience, but you don't have to know the how. You don't have to know the details. Let that unfold because like you said, we'll call it the universe. The universe knows more than you could possibly. And what if the bells and whistles are even bigger by the universe? They always are. They always are. So I just really love that. And I hope that's a hope for those listening because... Mike obviously has a massive platform. He's got an eight-year-old, which is really cool, living in another home in Mexico, right? Loving relationship. And I think what I see in your eyes, and I don't think I know, and I would love to hear what's burning in next because I sense this almost like this has been awesome and I'm complete, but also whoa, what's next? Because I'm feeling something. And so I oh, want to Yeah, ask you are. You're very uh, uh, Yeah, I'm perceptive. feeling something. Yeah, I want to know what's exciting you right now. If there's anything that's kind of surging and energy that's coming through because it's almost like there's a new cycle. There's a new cycle for all of us. And everything you said is spot on. I would add any slump, any lag, any readjustment is always serving you serving us. It might not look like it. It might hurt like hell. Everything plays to our greater good. That's the magic of this this bastion of order throating through the cosmos. It's all designed by infinite intelligence that adores you, that you are one with. Everything plays to a greater good. No such thing as a setback. Everything's a setup, although sometimes it takes a little while to see that it was a setup. So you just keep riding, keep dreaming, keep showing up, making the best, being happy as you can. Yes, Danette, there's something really exciting for all of us. And uh, this might sound pretty outlandish. You know, we didn't talk before this, so you don't know where I'm going. But (laughs) we didn't. We didn't. So I love this. We're having a conversation as friends, like, and everyone gets to be a part of it. Well, I have always suspected, as many have, that there's something to the idea of spiritual enlightenment otherwise known as self-realization, otherwise known as soul integration. Because there have been folks on this planet, Jesus and Buddha, 
uh, to name two, and there have been others. Forget the religions. I'm not religious. I think I made that clear. Not a religious cell in my body. Religions are man-made, and, you know, they are of good intent. But the person Jesus and the person, the, the light being, the spiritual being of Buddha, they're both spiritual light beings, came and said, I am no more divine than you, and the things I do, you're going to do. And whether it's performing miracles or the greatest manifestation of all, being happy, being happy no matter what all the time because you sense the truth all the time. This is what spiritual enlightenment is. And yes, it's a gateway to performing wild, mind-blowing miracles, but that's nothing compared to a gateway to comfort, peace, financial abundance, joy, friendships, healing, revitalization. This is all possible. And, and as we know and teach and talk about Jeanette, you know, it, the physical world is illusionary. Consciousness created it. It's like a projection on the silver screen. Consciousness was not born in the physical universe. It's a laughable subject that, you know, two rocks one day started thinking and then had a loose piece and fell into the ocean and grew gills and learned to walk upright and finally wear high heels. I like where that's going, but come on. There's purpose and order and meaning in everything. And we are part of that divine mind. And the dream of enlightenment is not one, and I think this is where I misunderstood so many for so so much of my life, not one where you like totally find nirvana, sitting lotus style, and then you just, you know, evaporate out of here. No, what's going on right now are the energies, however woo-woo that is, I hardly know what it means myself, except I don't know what other words you use, and it's evident and palpable. The energies are rising on, on earth right now. Everything is energy. Tesla said, and they are conducive to our true awakening, awakening within the dream of here and now, where we know that we're dreaming, where we know that we are more, where we know that we have aspects of ourselves, whether reincarnational or higher spirit self that can be brought to this focus point here. And then the living really begins. So you don't enlighten and buzz off. You enlighten and you start manifesting. You start loving. You start exploring. You start creating with effortless ease and no resistance, no more denial. All those moods that the typical human feels during what heretofore have been primitive times, spiritually speaking, they're gone. Why? Truth has banished them. The truth sets you free. The truth is you are of the divine, by the divine, for the divine, purely divine, here on an adventure of your choosing. And so I feel truly at the cusp, on the cusp of my own awakening, where I will be able to really embody these truths the same way I breathe. And, and thereby nothing would ruffle my feathers or anyone else who's gotten to that degree. Feathers, it's so exciting. And this is what was prophesied by Nostradamus. This is the book of Revelations. This is the end of the Mayan count. Uncanny how so many prophecy makers all pinpointed right about now when we can look with our own eyes and see, yeah, it's exactly all that stuff. And who knows where this is going, but it's not the end. It's the beginning. We're alive at the beginning of the most exciting transformation and time of recorded history where people will wake up to the love and the camaraderie and understand cooperation instead of competition or conflict and create like we have never created before. So that's what I'm excited about.
Wow. Okay, that right there was just a delicious meal that we got to listen to and just and like soak in and like anyone can replay that and just really listen to those words because it was truth. And it just it feels good. And so follow that. What feels good? Like follow that. What makes your heart flutter? What makes you want to smile? What makes you feel lighter? Listen to those words. Wow, that is so powerful. Okay, you just poured into all of us big time, which is really, really powerful. You guys, all of the information on him and what he does, his coaching, his programs, his books is all going to be linked into the show notes. I want to say in closing, as we try to try to keep these wrapped in 30 minutes is if you were standing, literally like all your Toastmasters lined up for one moment <laughs> and you're standing in front of 5 million plus people and you have a microphone and they told you, you could say one to two sentences to those people today, what would that message be? Your thoughts become the things and events of your life. You are loved and adored, pushed on to greatness every day, inclined to succeed. Keep going. Oh, so good. And I hope for those of you listening, you took that to heart. You are worthy. You deserve all the goodness. You can rewrite. You can shift your tracks. You can create no matter what's been created in the past. You can write a new story at any time. And we're here to root you on in this endeavor and to love you through it. So thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate all that you've done, especially in my life. Thank you for doing Notes from the Universe and um, being brave enough to say, to do it and to just collaborate with the universe on that. So appreciate you. Terrified the whole way, <laughs> but I did it anyway. You did it had, anyway. Yeah, I never knew it was going to work as well as it did. I dreamed that it would, but I didn't have the confidence. Yet I still prevailed. That's how inclined we are to succeed. Guys, that dream in your heart for someone who's like, is it possible for me? Yeah, it's possible. Love you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much, Mike. Love everyone and have a beautiful day. 